Hello, everybody. This is Ryan Brown again with J. Ryan Brown Law here in downtown Noonan, Georgia. We are on the second floor overlooking Perry Street right here at the end of Spring Street, and it is a wonderfully hot July day. Uh, this is the first episode since February. Been a little slack, but we're hoping to get back to the regular release of these podcasts. Today is going to be a short episode. We're going to talk about a new crime that's on the books as of last week here in Georgia. It is called sexual extortion. Uh, I want to talk about kind of how that happens, what the crime is, and um, what the punishments for that are, kind of some of the words that are important in defining that crime. Uh, This episode is for uh, any type of listener, any general public just interested in the laws that the Georgia General Assembly is passing, as well as useful for other criminal defense attorneys who may may know, may not know, may just be interested in the fact that there are or is a new crime on the books in this scenario and kind of what to be on the lookout for as far as um, what is required for prosecutors to present and charge the crime, as well as what the punishments are. Um, so again, uh, this is Ryan Brown of J. Ryan Brown Law. We are a criminal defense attorney uh, firm here in downtown Noonan, um, servicing clients throughout Georgia, but primarily here in Coweta, uh, Carroll counties primarily. Um, this is just an informative podcast, and as we get here, it is July. It's the summertime. It's hot. There is one kind of unique thing that always happens around um, July 1st here in the middle of the summer, um, as it gets just the muddy, hot, steamy time of the year, many of the new laws that are passed by the Georgia General Assembly go into effect on July 1st. So for those of you that don't know, the Georgia General Assembly meets for 40 days a year. Um, it, it begins in January and goes for 40 days, and then they're done. They're not a full-time legislative body like the U.S. Congress or anything like that. So um, the the typical date that the new laws they pass that go into effect are July 1st. So last week was no different. Um, last last Monday, July 1st, a new crime went onto the books here in Georgia. It is called sexual extortion. And you may say, what the heck is that? Well, that's exactly the question we are here to answer. So what is this new crime? What is sexual extortion? What do prosecutors have to show to prove it? And what are the, how do you know if you've been a victim of it? And what are the punishments for a violation of this new uh, code section, this new statute here in Georgia? So let's get right down to it. Like I said, it's going to be a short episode. So uh, this new law is found at OCGA 16-11-92. So that's the official code of Georgia, uh, Title 16, Chapter 11, and it is um, in Part 3, which is an invasion of privacy part, and it's found at um, number 92. So the, the law specifically prohibits the following activity. No person shall intentionally coerce orally in writing or electronically another individual who is more than 18 years of age to distribute any photograph, video, or other image that depicts any individual in a state of nudity or engaged in sexually explicit conduct. Okay, that's it. So that is the action that is prohibited. So let's really get into this and kind of break down the law and find out exactly what kind of activity is prohibited. Because as you can tell, that was written by legislators to be interpreted by lawyers, and it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So let's start with this, the very first part. No person, no, excuse me, no person shall intentionally coerce. Okay, so no person, we get that, um, shall intentionally, so no, nobody should on purpose do the following. We're, we're with it so far. But what does, what does coerce mean? 
So um, the legislature took the time to actually define the word coerce in this code section so that when you're reading through the sexual extortion law, trying to figure out whether or not somebody coerced somebody, we'll have some guidance in whether or not they did. So there, there's four or five things that the legislature has said constitutes coercion for the purpose of sexual extortion. The first is that if somebody exposes or threatens to expose any, any information that would subject some, another person to hatred or ridicule or economic harm or contempt. So if you're able to threaten somebody with um, releasing something that would tend to cause them financial harm or, or disreputable uh, things in the community or anything like that, that could be considered coercion. So we're thinking along the lines of like blackmail type stuff here or and extortion, obviously, it's in the title. Um, the next thing that it says is that um, for coercion is that exposing or threatening to expose any photograph or video depicting a, a nude person or someone engaged in some sort of sexually explicit conduct. That would be coercion. So if you threaten to release a video on your phone that you probably shouldn't have, that is constituted. that constitutes coercion, um, obviously. Um, the next definition of coercion, the, another possible definition, is when someone's exposing or threatening to expose a fact or information that, if revealed, would tend to subject an individual to criminal proceedings or threaten to accuse any individual to a criminal offense. So you can't say that, um, you know, they're going to make a false report of a crime or that, hey, if you don't do this, I'm going to call the cops and say X, Y, Z. That is certainly coercion. And it, because it could it could make somebody do something that they otherwise wouldn't do, that fear of a fear of a false prosecution, as anybody would be. Um, there's two more, particularly uh, D, regards to public officials, and it says that uh, coercion occurs when there is a threatening to take or withhold action as a public official, or cause an official to take or withhold action. So if there's some sort of public a, uh, officer, whether it be a politician of any sort, if they threaten to do something or to not do something, um, that would be a coercive activity and would fit the definition of coercion um, for this code section. Finally, the legislature has contemplated one more uh, particular manner in which coercion could happen. It's if an employer threatens to take or withhold action um, which would cause economic harm to an individual. So this scenario would be if they threaten to fire you or demote you or something like that um, in, in, less, in exchange for some sort of activity. So we now know what coerce means. So no person shall intentionally coerce. And we just went over all of those things, right? And that coercion can be done verbally, um, it can be in writing, it can be done over email, Skype, anything like that, okay? So if any of those things are done to someone who's over 18, whether it be in uh, writing, uh, over the phone, electronically, anything like that, um, if, they, if they threaten those things in an effort to get a photograph or a video or an image or anything like that that is sexually explicit in nature or show someone uh, that is nude, then, then that is a violation of this new code section, right? So you can think of a, you know, there's many hypotheticals that could be there, whether it be a, a threat to, to post something online. Um, that, is, that is the real action that, is, that we, the legislature has sought to prohibit, is that there is no way that an empl employer could now legally get away with 
posting some sort of or telling an employee, hey, if you I will post this if you don't do this or for a person to tell an ex that they would post something on Facebook or on Instagram or on YouTube or God knows what um, if the other person did not do something. So again, just to recap that prohibited activity is that no person shall intentionally coerce orally, in writing, or electronically another individual who is more than 18 years of age to distribute any photograph, video, or other image that depicts an individual in a state of nudity or sexually explicit conduct. So you cannot threaten someone with some of with anything in exchange for um, nude, nude or explicit photographs. You can't post things on on uh, the internet and things like that. That is what this law has gone to to prohibit. There are a couple of exceptions. Um, this law does not apply to law enforcement officers and prosecutorial agencies it, as so long as they are doing so in the investigation and prosecution of criminal offenses. This protects them um, as they investigate uh, uh, sting operations, if you will, and, and posing as people online and, and things of that nature uh, during the course of their investigations. It also does not apply to any um, discovery mechanisms in civil practice here in Georgia. So any requests for disclosures, productions of documents or evidence, anything like that under the Civil Practice Act here in Georgia, those are protected as well as sometimes litigation does have um, uh, nefarious uh, components to it, certainly. Um, so next, we're going to talk about the penalties. Um, what kind of punishment can be doled out by the uh, government when a violation of sexual, the, the sexual extortion code section has been proven beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, as so many crimes do, the punishments for sexual extortion here in Georgia are going to vary depending on whether it's your first, second, or subsequent offense. Your first offense here in Georgia is actually going to be a misdemeanor. Um, it's going to be a of a high and aggravated nature, which what that means is most misdemeanors are punishable by 12 months in jail and a $1,000 fine, whereas a, a high and aggravated misdemeanor carries the same amount of jail time, a potential jail time, 12 months, but the fine could be increased up to $5,000. Now, if for some reason someone is convicted of this offense a second time or third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, as many times as possible, then in that case it does become a felony um, and it is punishable by up to uh, between one year and five years in prison. So that could be anywhere from one year on probation to five years in the state penitentiary. So certainly a, uh, a no, nothing to play around with there. Um, with that said, that is that is kind of a new law. Like I said, it's been on the books for seven days, so we haven't really, I certainly have not seen it prosecuted um, here in any of the jurisdictions that I work in. Um, I'm sure that there, there will be plenty of case law that comes out interpreting the words coercion and explicit conduct and the, the exclusions and exceptions and all of that stuff, but it's just too, uh, it's just too early to tell. We're only seven days in. Um, and I'm sure that, that, that I've met no crime that prosecutors are afraid to charge, so I'm sure that the time is coming. Um, I'm sure we'll see indictments and accusations um, with this crime coming from solicitor's offices and district attorney's offices um, in, in no time. Um, but the, the best advice is obviously don't, don't do any of this kind of activity. But I do just want people to be aware of what laws are on the books. It's always good to know those things. Um, even 
given the state of technology that we're in, um, many times laws are kind of inaccessible to the public as a whole. Uh, maybe it's don't know where to look or don't know where to find them or don't know that new ones come and go because people just don't follow the legislature that closely. But that's all we have today on Episode 5 of the Georgia Criminal Law Podcast. Um, it's going to be about 10 to 15 minute episode, I think. We greatly appreciate you listening. There are some other new laws on the books that we hope to address um, as this month goes on. Um, I hope that everybody learned something today. Again, this is the Georgia Criminal Law Podcast. I am Ryan Brown. The show is presented by my law firm, J. Ryan Brown Law. We are located at 19 Perry Street here in downtown Noonan. And, of course, you can reach us at our phone number is 470-635-1725. Or you can find us online at J, the letter J, RyanBrownLaw.com. We look forward to hearing from you all as always. And, of course, if you have any requests for um, something that you would like to hear discussed on the show, whether anything about criminal law, or if you want to be a guest on the show, we're always welcome to have guests. We've had one before. We would like to have as many as possible. Please send an email to um, ryan at jryanbrownlaw.com, and we will be happy to make that happen. With that said, I hope everybody has a great end of their summer, and we look forward to talking to you next time.